Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. What's up, everybody? Good morning. Well, it's morning for me. Day, afternoon, night. Well, it may be whatever, whatever time. It, it, it could be, who knows, it's 2020. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be all dark outside for all we know. Uh, this week, we have a wonderful guest, Dr. Shivi Gupta from San Diego, California. And we're going to have a nice conversation about her practice, what's working well, what some struggles are, uh, some advice that she has for everybody. But, of course, before we get into this week's interview, let me turn it over to our lovely co-host, Meredith, who will give you our sales pitch of the week. <laughs> Well, to start, I have a review. Uh, this review says, highly recommend. Five stars. Ooh. One of the best podcasts in dentistry to listen to. Great advice that has been very beneficial to my everyday practice. I have been to a couple of their CE courses as well. Money well spent. T-Bone is one of the people I highly respect in dentistry. Next to only my real life mentor, and he knows how to run the dental world and shares it with others freely. Why can't I be number one? It looks like they have a, a real friend, not just a virtual friend. That is um, that they talk back to on the podcast. Well, that that is. Um, well, I've just thrown that review out because you're not number one. Because yeah, I mean, bottom line is, I, I everything was great until <laughs> they said next to, of course, yeah. my real life mentor. I mean, I mean, now I'm not listening anymore. All right. Well, before the drama king rants on, I just want to remind you guys that we do have a live patient implant program filling up for 2021. Our sleep classes are filling up for 2021. So if you want to start the year off strong and get in any of these, feel free to reach out. Yeah, and this isn't one of those things where we're telling you that it's filling up. Like, you know how you get some of those emails where they say, only three <laughs> spots left. There's like a hundred. <laughs> There's like a hundred spots, and then next week they're canceling the event. You yeah. know, uh, it's not like that. Uh, certainly not with the implant program, the sleep right. program. You know, we're doing, we do great with the sleep program. So, uh, we, you know, uh, you, you do need to do that. And then, you know, I think part of that also is people want to get back into in-person experience. And of course, uh, we, at least here in North Carolina, we've taken a, uh, a decision to limit our attendance mm-hmm. to allow for social distancing and perceived safety. Yeah. And so. if you are listening to this in uh, November, 
when it's mm-hmm. coming out. We do have our live stream sleep course available. So yeah, and we'll have online courses. We have. There's no reason not to learn. Bottom yeah. line, I mean, it's 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 uh, as good as it gets now. So, all right, let me introduce our guest for the week, Shivy. How are you doing? It's such a good, good view, morning. isn't it? It's amazing. <laughs> You look so light on here compared to me. <laughs> I'm so dark. <clears throat> I am so, you know, like, so you're Indian as well, correct? Yes, I am. I'm double checking. You're Canadian, so I don't know if, <laughs> if Canadians count as real Indians. But did you grow up where your parents would be like, don't go outside, you might get dark? So, I mean, I still kind of do that now, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, so Lots of that. sunscreen. <laughs> that might be why I'm lighter. <laughs> no, but it's... It's, uh, I make other Indians look great right now because I haven't been, I've spent more time outside this last six months than ever. I played golf for a week in 98 degree. I, I, I felt like my skin was blistering up and I turned as dark as the hair on my skin there. And, uh, so I make, you know, I'm a, I'm a, that's why my parents don't like me. You're a good friend. That's why my parents don't love me right now because I'm dark. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go swimming, please. You'll get dark. All right, Chevy, give us the scoop. Uh, who is Chevy Gupta? Where are you from? All give, you know, kind of, kind of give our listeners uh, a little in, 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 into introduction to yourself. Sure. Yeah, I um, I grew up in Canada. And a. I, a. I went. <laughs> I grew up in Canada, right in the middle, in cold, cold Canada. And I did dental school in Canada, and then I um, met my husband, and he kind of. Um, drew a line across the U.S. and said, we can live anywhere below this line so he can golf year round. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up doing an externship in San Antonio um, for a residency there. I loved it. We He was on um, staff. Uh, he's a plastic surgeon, so he was uh, working at the health science there. And then I did a one-year AEGD, which was amazing. We stayed there for another year. Yeah, I went from extremely cold mm. to extremely hot, yeah. <laughs> and I just wanted it just right, so uh, we moved to San Diego. We San Diego is not it. just right. That is, un- by the way, San Diego is not a cross section of real weather. Yeah, no, you're right. It's uh, the, the bell- there's no real bell curve. It's just seventy two ish year round. I, like so, Meredith, listen to this. So yesterday we were planning because we're going to play golf today. You can drink that, by the way. Okay. Yes. So, um, <laughs> we're going to play golf today, Chevy and I, and Chris and JP. And uh, she goes, she, Chris goes, oh, I, it's warmer than I expected. I had I brought all my winter clothes. Okay. <laughs> and then Chevy goes, what's the temperature tomorrow? I'm like <clears throat> seventy nine eighty. Oh, it's going to be so hot. <laughs> literally word for word what she said. She's like, oh my god, it's going to be so hot. And I'm thinking to myself, my God, where do you live? Uh, right. Melting a little bit. <laughs> you and Chris are opposites because she's cold. Well, I don't know. Right? Portland's kind of a tempered climate. Oh, okay. it is. Vancouver, yeah. Washington, yeah, not, Portland. Yeah. Not too cold. Yeah. Not too cold. All right. Yeah. So, so you now, so now you're in San Diego. Mm-hmm. So talk to us about how you got to San Diego and talk to us a little bit about the makeup of your practice. Sure. Yeah. So, um, it's, we have three doctors, uh, myself, my partner and an associate. And, uh, are you guys 50, 50 partners? We are. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah. And, uh, we have four hygienists, um, three assistants and about four or five, uh, front office members, depending on who's out on maternity leave. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's great. I mean, we, how long we, you been in San Diego as a dentist and how long you've been partners? Yes. Yeah, so, um, I've been in San Diego as a dentist for 15 years and, um, 
Tony, my partner, um, Tony Hatch, he started the practice in 2008, and I joined him in 2010. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know you guys joined that early on. Okay. Yeah, actually. So early on, actually, he took a couple of days off just so they could have me in the practice. So right. he, he wouldn't work Thursday and Friday, so I could come on because it was still, a, it was a scratch practice, and uh, they were still building, um, but we, you know, we, we knew we'd be a good fit together. And so then we started working together. And then in 2010, what year are we? No, 2015, I bought in. Okay. So, so you were an associate for five years. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. dude, where can I get one of those from? <laughs> our, current, our current associate's been with us for over five years Why are years you now. laughing, Meredith? Because <laughs> I know how they... Why, 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 why are you I've laughing? I've been through them. <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> because I know you. <laughs> so, you know, um, so... All right. So now we're, so tell me, what is your practice? What, what kind of practice, what kind of dentistry do you guys do? I'm sorry. I mean, I'm just got a little bit off there. What kind of dentistry do you do? Are you doing Walmart dentistry? Are you doing Saks Avenue dentistry? Are you doing, you know, private equity dentistry? I yeah. mean, what, what, yeah. is, what is it that we're doing? Um, yeah, we're, we're uh, a restorative practice. Uh, we are fee for service, but I can't say that because we do take um, Delta Dental insurance. We, that's the only insurance? That's the only insurance okay, we take. Sure. That's, um, it's, Great patients, great families. Uh, we have a dream to let it go at some point, but it's... When you say let it go, what do you mean by that? To not Delta. be a network. Delta okay. Dental Premier. So. I thought you, about, you have a dream to let the practice go. No, <laughs> <laughs> not, not there yet. Um, so uh, Delta Dental Premier, um, but like I said, good families and... Um, and they understand dentistry, so it's it's been good. Has that always been just Delta Dental? No, we started <clears throat> with more and then um, slowly came off of them. But th- that's been over seven years now. All right, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. I'd like to kind of move into a conversation about the insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you joined in 2010, how many networks were you guys in with? Roughly, roughly numbers. Uh, maybe like 10, 15. Okay, so yeah. like, a, like all in. Mm-hmm. with insurance okay mm-hmm. so you're in a building phase you're taking insurance okay and so 2010 through 2015 when you became a partner how many were you in with at that point just Delta dental at that okay, point. okay so yeah. you so while you were an associate mm-hmm. you guys had transitioned to essentially essentially no insurance but with delta dental right how'd right. that process go stay with us we'll be right back hey there podcast family T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, 
Check out our upcoming sessions and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. I mean, it was fine. We would just write the letters to the patients. We would lose some patients, but at the same time, the reason why we could do it is because we were growing. Okay. We were growing our um, just the practice, the, the patients that came through our marketing. And so we do market quite a bit. We do Good. the um, postcards, direct mail to their house. Uh, um, we do a lot of events in the neighborhood, in the community. So as our practice was going like that, we were able to let go and patients, you know, a lot of patients left and a lot came back and went on to our membership program mm-hmm. or something like that because they saw the value for what we offered. Okay, I'm writing some notes down, okay? Meredith just said we'll do a short one and I don't think this is going to no. be a short one. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a big part of what's working in your office, what we yeah. we're going to get into. Yeah, so we're going to, we, yeah, that's fair. Thank you. That's good. So you know? you're going to keep me on track here. Okay? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that is because a lot of people, I think, fear dropping insurance that they're going to lose a lot of their patients or that, you know, people aren't going to come back. And so when you hear from someone who did it and how it worked out. As an associate, how involved were you in this? Because you were an associate for tw- 2010 to 2015. How involved or... How did you perceive that transition? No, I actually wasn't that involved in deciding okay. when to drop. Um, you know, the office manager at the time, mm-hmm. Laura Hatch, I mean, she she really understood this well, and sure. she worked a lot with numbers. Mm-hmm. And so that's how we could estimate if this was the right time to drop which, which ones. Uh, but as an associate, I focused more on um, just the flow of the office and my dentistry and making sure everything was running well in the practice. Okay. Yeah. All right. But ultimately you were happy with the, the transition to dropping this. Oh, absolutely. Plans. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But it didn't affect your busyness to a certain degree. No, we did it at the right time. Okay. Yeah. yeah we did it at the right I'll time. have to get Laura on maybe and talk to her about that. Yeah. 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 That'll be good. All right. So let's talk about, um, so, so what I want to focus on now is, is a segment where we're going to talk about, um, the big advice, like what's, I don't want to say what's unique because that's, that's not the, you know, that's not always the right word, but really like I, I'm trying to do a thing where, where we ask people, if you were to give somebody, if somebody were to ask you, Hey, what's your thing? What, what do you think is the thing that I should take from your practice? What should I take from Shivy's practice and bring into mine? I, I really want to have a conversation around that. So uh, talk to us about that. Okay, sure. Yeah. So we are a digital practice. Um, you know, CAD CAM, we have all the technology. And that was kind of our thing because, you know, what separates you out? We do same-day dentistry. Well, in San Diego, we have the most, the highest dentist to CAD CAM ratio uh, mm-hmm. in the country. So it's not really a thing anymore. It's not a unique thing. It's not a unique thing, yes. Right. We enjoy it. The patients love it, but it's not that unique. And honestly, patients don't, they don't really know. So for us, it's, it's the customer service, it's the customer experience. And um, that's just been something that everybody in our practice needs to understand. They need to want to do it. I think it takes a certain personality of a person who, who can keep providing that same level of customer service. But that's really, that's our thing. That's, that's what we focus on. Um, every team meeting we have, there's always a discussion around 
how can we make our customer service better? What can we do? What are we doing that's working? Is there anything that anyone sees where there's an outpoint of customer mm-hmm. service in our in our workflow with our patients. All right, so, so can you be a little bit more specific mm-hmm. with me on that? Yeah, so, um, well, one thing that's helped us the most, I would say, uh, is the headsets that we use in our practice. Okay, okay so um, the, the practice is big in that we have one bay where there's the doctors and then the one bay where there's the hygienists, and it's separated from by two sterilization areas. Oh, that's a long walk. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I, would, I wouldn't be able to get all my steps in, <laughs> Meredith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to scoot him down the hall. <laughs> We're getting close to that now. Could you imagine if you're on roller skates and we could just push you? <laughs> or a hoverboard so yeah. I could go to jail? That would yes. be even better. It just light on fire or something. <laughs> All right. So uh, number one is headsets. Headsets. And okay. it's been... So basically the reason why it's huge is anybody in the practice can be really efficient during their day if they have downtime or if they need to get something done because someone can find them in a minute. You know... Uh, Hygienist needs help period charting. They can ask for help, and whoever's available can help them. But more than that, everybody in the practice knows where somebody needs help, you know, mm-hmm. and they can get to that. Or if there's a patient in the lobby and they've been waiting, you know, for a minute too long, maybe somebody else can come and get them seated because the assistant's running behind, or somebody can help a hygienist change over a room because they know that somebody's waiting. So that's kind of one of our big things is we never want anybody waiting past their appointment time. Well, that's um, gone away in our practice now because we just make people wait in the car. So they, right. ne- they never yes. wait in our practice anymore. <laughs> they just, they, we, have, we have zero waiting time. We have zero waiting Inside. time. We have zero lobby waiting time now. We just take people straight from the car to the chair. So we're beating you. So, so that's that. Yeah. Yes, you're definitely beating us. Our, our reception room luckily is bigger. So we were able to do a lot of rearranging of our furniture so we can have them, everybody spaced out. Yeah, I I don't want to get into COVID stuff, so we'll keep going. (laughs) All right, so let's go past headsets now. Yes, and so um, let's see what else is. uh, Yeah, so you had mentioned that during team meetings that you guys talk about this. Give me something, if you don't mind, that stuck out to you, like at a team meeting, because look, I'm gonna, I'm always, I always try to be honest with people, right? So. I have yet to meet a dentist who doesn't tell me they serve their patients well or that they don't provide good customer service, right? So um, it's one of those, it, to a certain degree, it's one of those things that I think, it's super important, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, but it's one of those things where people, I, I, and maybe it's just me, have a hard time saying this is an area that we need to work on or this is something that popped up that we can do better, Okay, because our intention is always to treat people unbelievably well, but but the word what I wrote down here was there's cust and I think we're using the wrong words. There's customer service versus customer experience. Okay, and I think we all do a great job intentions at customer service, mm-hmm. like we want to treat people well, but the customer experience is an area that we need to spend more time focusing on. It's not necessarily how we treat people. It's how people perceive our experience and our practice. Right. Um, and so, and that's kind of what we, what we do. So we think of somebody coming into our practice as a guest in our home. Right. Okay. So somebody walks in the door, they need to be greeted. They should never be walking around the practice on their own. They should be escorted everywhere they go because, yeah, you go to someone's house, you don't know where the bathroom is. And, you know, somebody says, oh, down the hall to the left. 
and you're in a weird environment. It's you don't you know yeah. you don't know. Am I going to walk into something that I don't want to see? Am I going to walk into somebody else in the bathroom? <laughs> yes. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. It's so. Likely. <laughs> Um, so that's something that we do in our meetings is we, we role play. We do a lot of role playing. So something for that patient flow, we'll actually get up and walk around and show how, you know, you don't call out the name into the reception room. You, you know, you have patient, we have all the patient pictures on the charts. Mm -hmm. You check and see who the patient is first and you can walk up. So no, you don't have somebody, you don't have somebody standing at the door saying Meredith Cooper. Meredith Cooper. Right, right. You know? yeah. yeah, we know you. We know, and that's, and that's another thing. I mean, before a new patient comes into the practice, their appointment notes, um, everybody knows we want as many details as possible about them before they come into the practice. And every morning there's a team huddle and everything about that patient, this is the only time we print out something um, for ourselves is that morning schedule. And everything and every um, is written about the patient, about their family, or anything that we want the whole team to be on the same page about that person, if there's a birthday coming up, or, um, and then also outstanding treatment or balances, so everybody can be ready for that, but uh, that helps us know but the patient. But people that before. owe money? <laughs> <laughs> no, never. <laughs> what, what, what kind of practice are they running over there, Meredith, where they have patients with balances? I mean, an unscheduled treatment? I thought treatment acceptance was 100%. <laughs> Shiva, you need to get back to the Drawsburg girl. <laughs> you must have a course for we're that or something. <laughs> we're going to export. We're going to me. <laughs> help, help, for. We're going to export you back to Canada. <laughs> TPP. Okay. Well, I'm American now, so <laughs> they won't even take me right now. <laughs> That's true. They won't. They won't let me in. They won't take you um, in right now. So, yeah. So, I mean, when a new patient comes in, I, we want them to already feel like we know them, you know? Yeah. And so... Uh, based on who's walking in at that point, we don't have their picture, but they should know based on everybody else who's uh, walking in. Kind of like the puzzle pieces right. fit, like right. at nine o'clock and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You know who's walking in the door and you make them feel good and have that conversation with them. We want anytime there's somebody there waiting, we want our team members to be having a discussion with them. You know, people feel like they're waiting when they're not doing anything. And if somebody's engaging in conversation with them, that time goes away and then they get to know us a little bit better. You know, where you do this to people oh. when they walk in, right? Like, wait, 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 you know, that kind of thing. And, and that, nobody likes that, right? Oh, right. You know, like, I, I want somebody to, I, like, I may be on the phone with somebody, but I want to make, like, Meredith, just Meredith, pretend like you're walking in, I'm talking to Chevy. Like, you know, I want to make contact with you and at least right. acknowledge you, right? right? Not the whole this. I mean, the, like, that drives me nuts yeah. when yeah. when people do that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah or being on the phone. That. Like, you got to, you know, we let each other know, message somebody that, you know, there's a patient coming in, somebody come up to the front if we need to, just, you know, a lot of communication. And that's actually okay. the biggest part is communication 101. If somebody sends something out, we need somebody to respond back um, so everyone knows because sometimes somebody will say, oh, Dr. Gupta's patient's here. And if I don't hear the assistant respond back, I'm wondering, like, did somebody hear that? Are they going to get seated on time? What's going to happen? Do you have a headset? So I have a walkie-talkie that sits on my desk. So if I'm there, I'll, I hear everything that's going on. Otherwise, my assistant... <laughs> is my, or wherever I'm at, if I'm, you know, having a snack in the break room, they know I don't have a headset, so they'll come and find me anytime. So they're, the assistant or the front office, they know that we don't have an actual headset on our... My team won't give me a headset. Yeah. Oh, he he he'll talk. add to the chaos. Yeah, he's not allowed to have one. <laughs> but not even a headset, it's an earpiece. Yeah. I, want, I want to be like a bouncer. Yeah. 
We have the walkie-talkies that have the... Yeah, that's what... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I just keep a walkie-talkie on my desk, but... I bought Revis, R-E-V-I-S, uh, walkie-talkies, headsets from Amazon. Mm-hmm. They were dirt cheap. They're 200 bucks for like eight of them. So, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, because you probably bought the dental ones. So, but that's fine. They we work. had like they nice Motorola ones, and I think when we needed one or two more, it was like a couple hundred dollars. The whole like, set was like a thousand dollars. I was like, yeah, Motorola. I'm not, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm like I'm not buying those again. And, and then we went for the Amazon Basics. <laughs> and dude, now it's great. You just, yeah. you just, they're disposable. Oh, like yeah. I, I yeah. live in a disposable yeah. world now. Yeah. People, women, <laughs> friends. <laughs> We're going to cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on customer service you'd like to share with people? Um, like, If I walk to your practice and, and I walk in as a patient, yeah, you're going to know my name. All the, is there anything else unique about, uh, the, about the service? I, I, I want to say it's just the vibe. I mean, I think yeah. people just feel that, you know, the team's happy to be there. Yeah. We all have a good time. I mean, yeah. in the end, I think that's... You know, my partner and I, that's kind of our thing is like, you know, if we're not having fun, why are we doing this? You know, yeah. why are we away from our families? Why are we Because we here? got bills to pay. Yeah, well, that too, yes. <laughs> I mean, last time I checked, we got bills to pay. Um, so it's, it's Chevy just, likes it's nicer vibe. things in life. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> that's okay. We yeah. approve. We work hard for it. You know, I, I'll, I'll say it. it again because I just need to say it. Um, dentists don't have an income problem. We have an expense problem. You know, and... Uh, because, like we were we were joking around before we got on air about uh, you know being able to work less or being able to just not work or whatever it is, and you know my answer was well I guess we could just live a lesser lifestyle and then the answer was like oh no no, uh, no, no, no I'll work no. Oh, <laughs> we only want that to go up I yeah. work seven days a week. <laughs> Well, you do, Meredith. I appreciate, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Love you, Meredith. <laughs> Absolutely. So I wrote down a few notes because I want people to. Um, uh, what I what what pointed out to me was, I wrote down customer service versus customer experience. The experience is more important than the service. Okay, uh, because everybody tries to teach people treat people nice it's the little moments where you treat people nice that make them have a good experience i think it's like when somebody's walking like your example when you're walking into a new place if you're greeted at the door or if you're not at the door but if you're greeted very warmly the moment you walk in it just makes you feel better Mm -hmm. it makes you feel like okay hey i'm in the right place little things like walking people to the bathroom you know in our office uh, it's little things like um you know i like to take their payment in the back so that they don't have to do that uncomfortably at the front you know, with other people around. And, you know, it's the experience. To me, experience is also the ability to text and communicate to our office that way. You know, those things are part of customer service, but it's ultimately the customer experience that drives that. I wrote down that headsets equal communication. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you guys have headsets when you got there in 2010? Uh, No, we started when we moved to our newer building in 2012 maybe or something okay. when it became a bigger yeah place. absolutely so yeah. um every time i talk to people about headsets not every time a significant percentage of the time people will say well my team won't like it or we don't need it we're a small office and i will argue that every practice needs headsets because it's mm-hmm. a great way to communicate uh you know so so i'll always say that every practice needs headsets i mean they're dirt cheap now Mm -hmm. uh they work and your team will bitch and moan about it at the beginning and then like i bet you if we took headsets away from everybody right now they would bitch and moan about that yeah but then again they just bitch and moan (laughs) (laughs) we'll cut that part out too (laughs) so i would say it doesn't really matter how big your practice is 
people-wise or space-wise, I mean, there's times you're literally two feet away from the person right outside their door telling them something on the radio that you don't want to say. Yeah, out loud. Too right. loud for right. anyone else to hear. I mean, I think it's just a great way to not just communicate you know, your patience here. And I think that's what people think it is. They're like, well, I get my patients. I see when my patients come in. Like, it's so much more than that. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, get another x-ray or do, and yeah. it's just immediate. You know, you're yeah. not waiting. Did they see that on the instant messenger? Yeah. Well, you know, for, I, for me, a lot of things, it's when do I got to do hygiene checks? Oh, you yeah, know, we have a whole stuff. system for that. Yeah. So that's, and and also, um, you know, bringing patients up to the front or putting them into a consult. So every patient we take into a consult room um, to discuss treatment yeah. so they can see everything. But, you know, we stagger all that. Or, you know, if somebody's not ready for a checkout, we, you know, let them know. Just, you know, you know, hang out for a minute, have a conversation, and walk up slowly. Yeah. So, you know, the patient feels like we're ready for them when they're, yeah. when they're done. Take that 30-foot stroll very slowly. Yeah, very slowly. <laughs> I would be good at that. <laughs> I would can, be, can you slow down? You start showing them pictures on I the would, wall. Would, I'm not I, available. I, I, <laughs> have you seen this case would, right I would, here? I would excel at walking slow. <laughs> um, the other thing I wrote down... Uh, is role playing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I will argue that very few practices role play. Uh, I would argue. When's the last time we really role played, Meredith, at our practice? It's been a while. Yeah, we used to do that during most of the monthly meetings. Yeah, and we've gotten away from it a little mm-hmm. bit the last few months. So we need to get back to that. So role play is important. Well, we, yeah, we do it for our um, like we do front office meetings, assistant meetings, um, hygiene meetings, and for any of that. Anytime there's a new discussion that we want to talk about, if it's for um, consultations or treatment planning or anything we 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 go through that we run through that and so they just feel comfortable and it's just all about the verbiage do you have people wear costumes um on halloween yes (laughs) nobody's role-playing their costumes like we're gonna cut that part out too also (laughs) but um halloween is we just had halloween (laughs) or or we're getting ready to have halloween depending on when you listen to this or when i actually get it out the other thing i wrote down and i put a star next to this um is culture, is your practice culture. And and I'm not saying your culture is right, my culture is right. Culture is so personal. You know, the practice has to have the personality, and that personality needs to match the owner, the owner's vision. You know, there are owners who are, who are just kind of blah. They're like wet noodles, right? But they may have that, vi- they may have that desire, that, listen, this practice can't be like me. This practice has to be something else. Right. And they, they need to make that clear and establish a culture. You know, I used to say your culture needs to match the owner, but that's not true because uh, the, the culture needs to practice, needs to match what the, the owner wants the culture to be. You know, there are offices that are very formalized. It's like this, 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 this. Everything has to be this way. It's not about fun. It's about this, right? right? Then there's practices where it's literally all fun. Right. And then, you know, you know, some of the, some things fall back, but if that makes somebody happy, great. Right. You know, right. you know, it, the culture has to really match, uh, what people are doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, some other things that you mentioned that I want to, I want to kind of, uh, I don't want to necessarily get, go, go off on them, like get, get into a talk about them is, um, you mentioned that when you started, Tony took days off to be able to allow you to come in. Mm-hmm. And what I what I wrote down was days off to quote unquote afford an associate, and it's it's really actually the opposite in a sense, right? In other words, he's willing to take a pay cut to be able to see the greater vision of hey, we've got 
a and he may regret it now, but we've got a potentially <laughs> we've got a we've got a potentially no. good candidate, okay? But he or she needs two days, three days, four days, five days of work to meet their 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 goals and their lifestyle, whatever that it is. So maybe I'll take a little bit of a haircut to see if this works. And I think that's um I think more dentists need to do that. Um, whether that's with team members to add a new position or associates so that you can get the right one or even get one. You know, I'll argue that uh, I I want every, I don't want any single, any dentist to practice as a solo dentist. That, that is one of my missions is to help people understand that nobody needs to practice alone anymore. I don't, I'm not saying you need a partner. I'm not saying you need, I'm just, you need, need not be alone. Uh, uh, even if you're an associate, I don't want I don't want people to be an associate <clears throat> as a sole provider in a practice. I, I don't I don't want that even. Uh, I want everybody to have multiple doctors in a single location, in an individual location. Um, then you talked about your membership program, mm-hmm. so that uh, as you as people want to transition uh, away from less insurance uh, towards less insurance, uh, membership program becomes more important. Uh, to do that. So that's something new that we're doing in 2020 uh, is adding a membership program. So as we drop a few dental plans that we have a place for some of these patients to fall into. Uh, so you would say that's been important for you? Yeah, it's um, it's great because it just gives, it, it helps our team give another option as well mm-hmm. for some of the cash patients. And then people feel like they're a part of our family, you yeah. know, they're, they're a member of our group and, and they like it. They get those. Do you get a card like you get at Costco? With no, your we don't. We should it? do that. No, we don't, but, but we should do you that. You won't accept the virtual version, right? Yeah. No, T-Bone so, got kicked out of Costco I yesterday. Out of Costco yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to buy I was trying to buy eight pounds of filet mignons, <laughs> and I got to the I got to the checkout line, and you know I I own the Costco membership, and my wife is a secondary, but I don't carry any cards with me, and I don't think Costco has a wallet, you know, Apple Wallet card. Maybe they do, and um, so I I took a picture. I had a, I had you guys send me a picture of a card, and I went and scanned, it, and the lady goes, "We can't accept that." I'm like. I have my I had the shirt on that had dental arts <laughs> and something else that had 3D dentist on it and on the card it says 3D dentist Raleigh dental arts. I'm like this is me and, you know and they're like no, unfortunately we can't so I just dropped all my stuff and left I said alright then you guys yep. can put this back I'm out you know it's just how it's going to work first club he's been kicked out of <laughs> not <laughs> I've been kicked out of a lot of places uh, alright so alright so we've talked about many things that are working well in your practice uh Tell me where 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 are you struggling? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hello podcast family. T-Bone here bringing you our newest live patient implant training, Full Arch Express. For dentists already placing implants and ready to level up and continue building their implant practice, this is the golden ticket. We're diving deep into Full Arch implants, the hottest game changer in implant dentistry. In this program, we tackle both overdentures and all annex fixed hybrids, mastering techniques that are essential for modern, comprehensive dental care. It's about getting your hands on the tools and techniques that will replace the doubt and fear with confidence and predictability. Here's the kicker. There's live patient training right here in North Carolina. You're not just learning theories. 
You're in the operatory doing real work on real patient from start to finish, guided one-on-one by our expert 3D mentors. You'll learn the nuances of each approach, ensuring you can cater to a wide range of patients to maximize revenue. Speaking of revenue, with me, you know it's not just about the clinical skills. We're bringing business into this aspect too, teaching you how to integrate these advanced services profitably into your practice. So are you ready to rise up to the top in implant dentistry? Join us at the Full Arch Express. This isn't just another course. It's a career-defining leap. Head to www.3d-dentist.com to enroll in our next session. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now, back to this week's episode. Well, you know, we've been practice, have a successful practice for over 10 years and uh, we get comfortable. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, it's nice. We come in, we see our patients, we have coffee, we, you know, hang out with a group of team members that we like and it's been hard to implement new things. So we, we did try sleep. Um, We took a a course up in San Francisco. We came back, we had um, somebody come into the practice for a day, shut down, Mm -hmm. just couldn't have it take off. So um, we kind of just left that. And then uh, now recently, um, after the shutdown, for me, I, I, w- I was starting to feel that, that, okay, now I'm going back to doing the same thing. I really did want something new. So normally for me, something exciting is, um, you know, taking pictures of my cases, sharing my mm-hmm. cases. I like doing that. That makes me excited. You Especially know. when I would give you comments back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I wait for those <laughs> ones. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I have a, um, a Facebook r- group for women dentists rocking Sarek. And so it's nice to... What? What? Uh, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is, wait. Listen, that is... That is he shouldn't have remember told him that. that. Remember that golf tournament that you're having that's only men? No, it's yeah. not only uh-huh. men. No, no. Uh-huh. It he is did, not only men. He said, he said it, only as men. long as they're all staying at the house, yes, this because I'm tournament not gonna, will I'm be not, only I'm men. Not, I'm not having... I, I want to be clear about We have a 3D cup that we're going to hold. Right now, we do it once a year. Starting 2021, we're going to do it twice a year. Okay? One of those is going to be where we stay in that. We're going to rent a home. This time, it's my home. Uh, and stay together. And in that situation, I'm not comfortable creating a co-ed environment. Right. Like, right. I'm just, it's, it's, I'm very comfortable with lots of things, but that's not something that I'm comfortable with. Now, when we do our 3D cup where it's going to be at a resort hotel, I'm, I'm all in for more. I'm in for all women. I mean, I want to hang out with all women. I, mean, <laughs> I kind of like that, right? And so uh, he's used to every day. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I don't. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want to say I'm. Yeah. So now, I what is your group called? Uh, women dentists rocking Sarek, but you might not be approved. <laughs> he's going to make like a fake Facebook Costco membership thing. I'm writing it down right he's now. He's making a fake Facebook tonight. He'll pay someone to make no, a fake No, no. I'm going to get Mona to write me a letter saying that I'm a woman. Okay? <laughs> that I've, I've talked to her about considering being a woman and that you have to let me. I'm going to call Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> that, that you guys are, are discriminating. A little bit. <laughs> discriminating little bit. against... Like, if I had a group that said, men dentists rocking Sarek, <laughs> what would happen? You would just have it. <laughs> no one would join. <laughs> what so, so my point, my point was, is, um, you know, what, what, what do I do besides, like, the regular dentistry we do every day? I mean, smile cases are exciting. My sheer smile cases are exciting. Aligning teeth, it's, it's fun. But, you know, so this, this is something extra that I'll do. Take pictures, post cases. It's fun for me. But... I, after the shutdown, I really was like, what's, what do I want to do? Like, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable, 
What's something new? And so um, now for me, it's been starting um, implants. Um, So I haven't extracted a tooth in 15 years. Well, that's not true right now. Now it's not. I mean, you just were here four weeks ago. Minus minus four weeks. And so... um, and this now is, you're Surgeon Chivy. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> Surgeon. <And> so, <laughs> it just yeah. flows, okay? It really does. And that was my goal. And that's, so did, and actually, did you go home and tell your husband? <laughs> oh, that okay, no. So actually on the golf course, I, I was playing with him and I, I, I hit two really good shots in a row. I'm like, honey, I'm a golfer. He's like, no. You're a surgeon golfer. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, he hears about it all. <laughs> he hears about it all. So, uh, I mean, he's like a real surgeon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, you know, surgeons don't consider plastic surgeons real surgeons because they do, um, they do cosmetic. They do cosmetic. I mean, like surgeons are like my my brother is an oral surgeon, but he's a maxillofacial oral surgeon, and he does trauma and stuff. He's like, and I was talking to him about my oral surgeon friends. He's like, they're not real they're oral not surgeons. Real. Yeah, <laughs> like, what are you they talking? just take out teeth. No, so my, my husband did a year at MD Anderson, so he he does a lot of uh, cancer he, work. He, yeah, yeah, so he he can, but I think it's easier to do the cosmetic stuff. But um, but so the point is, is for me, I you know I, I was like, oh. Maybe I, how many years do I have left? I really want to start doing this. <laughs> how many years do I have left? But wait, when we started, she just said, "I want to work while I'm still young." <laughs> how many years do I have left? All right, so, so but I have to, sh- I have to share my experience on this because I mean, my whole team felt my excitement. I got back the live part for me so, extracting teeth here. So, so, sorry. So, yes. so I can, <laughs> I would like to frame this commercial extremely well. Okay? <laughs> what Chivy is referring to is our live patient <laughs> implant continuum where we teach people how to do extractions, uh, blood draws, bone grafting, socket preservation, pre-implant therapy, basically setting it up for, uh, for implants. And then we do digital implant placement, which is the weekend you're here for now after participating in the first weekend. So let's right. go now. So that people, and if you're interested, you just need to talk to that person right <laughs> over there, <laughs> Meredith, about signing up. So the reason, I, so in my residency, I did extractions, what, 18 years ago, my goodness. Um, and, and I liked it, but I didn't love it. You know, right. I didn't love it. I'm like, there's a lot of other things I can do really, really well. This is hard for me. And so I left it. And now um, we came to the course and it was exciting. And having that hands-on part where I extracted teeth with and an human instructor. Beings. I, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Live people with an instructor to really help me understand where to... Um, elevate where what to do how and to lay a, raise a flap even how to raise a flap absolutely and even just um going through the uh in the course of uh you know make sure you numb everywhere so if you have to raise a flap yeah. last minute all these little details are stuff that it, for 15 years i've been going to um ce a lot but as soon as they talk about surgery or extra i tune out you so out, so i'm you know i'm really kind of behind on that curve so i went back to my practice and I, since then, I've done maybe five, six extractions, which I posted to yeah, our yeah, group. Of course, yeah, of course. I was, I can't tell you the high I felt. Like, I was nervous walking into that room because, you know, I planned it all. I, I looked at the comb beams. I really thought, what am I going to do here? But that high for me, I haven't had that high in a long time, you know, in dentistry. Because, you know, I, yeah. Girl, I mean, you need my, to go to Colorado more often. <laughs> 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 well, you're in California. I'm in California, It's yeah. out there too, I'm So sure. it was exciting and it was cool for my team to see it. And, you know, my partner, he, yeah. we were not doing root canals in our practice. Yeah. And he was like, 
I need something like that. And he actually, uh, in September went and did a root canal course mm. and, you know, he got it. Like he could just see, you know, my excitement for it. Maybe so. you should talk to your friend, Chris, because she admitted they don't do root canals don't in their canals. practice. I don't think I know. root canals are quite as exciting. Dude, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to do it. I'm really happy. There's my nothing about does. sticking your file in a hole. That's <laughs> super exciting. I mean, come on. Especially when you can do it four times in one tooth. I mean, that's, that's like a great, it's a great appointment. So yeah, we're gonna probably take that out. Too yeah, much. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna. So cut okay, that out. so I, I want to back up for a second. Okay, so you mentioned that um, coming back to COVID, I think COVID was very eye opening for a lot of people. Okay, if, if you take away the the fear, the uh, the financial insecurity that came with it, and all of that, take away some of those things. Um, I think COVID allowed people to internally reflect on, hey, what do I like, not like about my practice, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically what I heard from you is that you came back from COVID and you started getting back into your old routines. Right. And, yeah. and, and, and the light bulb went off and like, hey, I promised myself I wasn't going to be, I was not going to let this happen. And there's nothing wrong with your old routines. It's clearly successful. Yeah. It's clearly fun. It's clearly all of those things. But people that build successful practices are, are typically driven and that they want to continue to feel this continuous expansion or this continuous forward progress, right? And um, so, so what held you back for 15 years or 10 years or five years? You know, what, what, I've been on you about implants for at least three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's a little bit of fear for me okay. with extractions. I think the implant part, um, I, I wasn't as daunting, but it was just more the extraction part. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, and then honestly, it really, it, I, I was happy. I mean, yeah. you know, I really was, uh, content and successful. And I thought, well, I, I could, I could actually focus more on aligners or mm-hmm. I could focus more on smile. I mean, there's so many things we don't do a full, um, set of pictures for our new right. patients. So if we did that, I could probably do more cosmetics. There's so many ways I could even just grow my practice right now. You just um, need to come hang out with me for a week or two. Yes, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, so that's kind of it. It was like, there was always ways to expand what we already have that, that I enjoyed. I really enjoy working on my practice and making it better. Right. So th- there was always that. And I don't know. I just, I, I you know, I, I just thought I'd, can't finish my career without right. doing implants. You know, yeah. I just, I didn't think it was for me. And, uh, as I, as I keep, you know, especially being in the digital realm, you see everybody's doing it. I'm like, I know I can do this. And yeah. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm so happy that, you know, I'm going to do this because it's so funny in my mind now is that like, I'm, I'm a real doctor. You're you know? a surgeon. A <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not saying people that don't do it aren't real, but I think, I think, what do you have to lose at the end of the day? I'm talking to other people right. know, listening is, what do you have to lose? Just try it and see, you know, you don't know. Like, I didn't think I was going to do root canals until Samir did my, did a root canal on me. I'm like, God, that was, that was pretty simple. I can do that. You know, and I didn't do extractions for the longest time. I didn't do implants for the longest time. And, and to me, each time it's just this, this taking that first step. I'm not jumping off the cliff but I'm taking that first step off the cliff. I've still got one foot like in back into what I used to do and I can always take a step back, but we, we got to kind of get a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. and it's that level of uncomfortable that is super, super important uh, to get people uh, to where we're, to get people to move forward. It, right. It's got to get uncomfortable. So you've gone back. 
you've done you've done a few extractions now Extraction five or six grafting, which yep. is so and how just again how many did you do last year Zero. Uh, zero. Zero, right? And the year before that. Zero. <laughs> zero. And the last 14 yeah. years, zero. Yeah, and, and, and that was kind of the exciting part, too. And these like, are patients you used to refer out? Yeah, and so my associate does place implants. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, same thing. We, she, she picks and chooses her cases. Yeah. Uh, so it would have been referring out. I have a great oral surgeon, great periodontist. Are you doing her, PRP yet in the practice? No. All no, right, so that's yeah. one thing we got to make sure yeah. that you get back on. How was that? drawing blood and stuff oh yeah no i loved it it was great yeah, yeah it was great i wore all white that day so chris my partner was so concerned about <laughs> your outfit blood on me. you know you have to look good for the surgery. she was like day. and i only brought three outfits so i didn't have another choice <laughs> another <laughs> yeah, i had to wear my all chanel outfit that day. i'm kidding I don't and you're no, not no, kidding you're not. i don't know if you're you not kidding <laughs> i'm just saying but um yeah, yeah, great. And then, uh, so uh, so now you're setting up cases for future implants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have one next you know. week ready. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, and, and, uh, uh, so, yeah, so I'm super excited to see uh, how you do this weekend. You're going to do great. Uh, I'll, I'll argue that this weekend is easier than last weekend. Uh, there's less moving parts. Placing the implant, honestly, is, I think, easier than extracting and grafting. Uh, but, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for your support. And Before we move on, I have a... Um, attendee text message review of our um, digital implant continuum. They have not been here since June, and they said, just wanted to say a big thanks to this group. I've learned a bunch over the last two days. You don't get that continual feedback from other CE courses. My immediate implant went great. Oh, good. You know, the other thing and uh, that, uh, that um, Elise in our group had mentioned I think one of the things she took away was changing kind of some of the things in terms of how she practices mm-hmm. in her diagnosis. And, and so much about our, our CE, what, I, what I'm super proud of in our CE is that it's not just about the implants or the extractions. It's also about, hey, listen, let's, make our, let's, let's do the things in our practice so that we can do more of these things. So that's always uh, super, super important. You ready? I'm ready. All right. All right, so we're going to have, this time I'm going to have you pick three cards and give them to me. Okay. So you can pick and choose which ones. It's like we're in Vegas. Perfect. One. Oh, you're practicing. Two. Three. Okay. Thank you for this. So this is from the pod decks. Yeah, this interview questions, you know, to get a little excitement into what we're doing. You ready? I'm ready. I feel nervous for you. <laughs> no, these are legit questions. Okay. Have you ever worn clothing with the labels tags still attached? Well, yes, unknowingly. I mean, a baseball hat for sure. And I always cut the part that says, by penalty of law, don't cut this off. <laughs> I take that off on all my clothes. <laughs> I think that's until you buy it. You've never, <laughs> you've never bought something and said, I don't know if I'm going to like it. I'm going to continue to wear these. I'm going to leave the tag on these underwear and then... And then if on I the underwear? Want. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because like, that I mean, wouldn't bother you. Most of the... I mean, the customer service, customer experience places, they let you return without tags anymore. Nordstrom, you can return yeah. something after like five after years. After wearing it. Yeah. 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 I think I saw, did I see did I see Chris with tags on her clothes yesterday? I saw tags on somebody's clothes this week. I can't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, that I was I don't think a, it was on purpose. That was a stupid question. <laughs> okay. Of course everybody leaves tags on their clothes. <laughs> if everything in your house oh, how did we get this this same question? <laughs> oh, if everything in your house funny. had to be one color, what color would you choose? Oh, uh, like a light purple. Easy. 
lilac. Yeah, it's Lavender. calming. It's soothing. It would just calm all my kids. You want down. your house to look like the grimace? <laughs> Or no, not that bright. Not, or, you know, <laughs> like Barney, light. the... El- no, 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 no. Wrong purple. Oh, yeah. Wrong purple. <laughs> Ooh, this one's going to be tough for you. Okay, because you're going to make somebody angry with this answer. Okay. <laughs> Who would you most like to sit next to on a 10-hour flight and why? Oh, yes. I mean, the be obvious careful, answer. Be careful, be careful with your choices. <laughs> it could be a celebrity, though. <laughs> it, really sh- sh- <laughs> it has to be a friend. <laughs> I know what I'm supposed want you to, to say now. No, no, don't pick me. So honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna say my daughter. Oh my gosh, flying. I, How old is she? She's 13, and um, we both love Avengers, and we always take the full set of Avengers on our computer with us, and we sit there and we watch them. And, and we're I thought like, they have movies on first class seats. <laughs> Sometimes when you have three kids, you don't always get to do that life. <laughs> I have to really? place. I'm can just going to place a couple can, more implants. Can you talk to my wife about that? <laughs> So you would choose your 13-year-old daughter. Yes, it's so So much. what would you say to Mona Patel and Chris and all your other, uh, what was that group? All your other members <laughs> from women. The rock and roll group. Women, <laughs> dentists, rock and Sarah. <laughs> what would you say to all, the, the, I'm going to, you know this is going to make it to their group. And you didn't choose any of them. That's why we're all such good friends. We have such understanding relationships. <laughs> that's girls for you <laughs> whatever everybody thank you so much Shivy thank you so much for your support uh, thank you for all you do in dentistry keep getting out there and promoting uh, women dentists standing up uh, and rock and Sarah. but standing up behind den- men I'm just I'm, no, no, somebody's going I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding we'll cut that part out no. <laughs> I'm just kidding there's a lot of cutting out in this episode I'm joking we don't have to cut any how can people out. get in touch with you what's the best way um, email uh, Shivy Gupta DMD slash surgeon <laughs> Shivy Gupta DMD at Gmail. <laughs> I was gonna say they just type in Shivy Gupta DMD and send it to me. Slash surgeon. <laughs> you should get a new one, Surgeon Shivy. <laughs> yeah, at gmail.com. Yes. That'll be my new Facebook. Surgeon yeah. Shivy. My new Facebook group. Dot com. Yeah. You can join that Facebook group. Dennis who think they're surgeons. <laughs> All right, on that, note, <laughs> on that note, thank you. Please leave us reviews and support 3D Dentists. Have a great day. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.